This episode of 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray does contain adult content. Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I've been watching this dumpster fire since the beginning. And I'm Kyle and I not look at girls a lot. Mostly look at me. (laughs) Kyle, are you sure you want to eat that cereal? (laughs) Feel a lot of sugar. I heard you like sugar, Kim. <laughs> Crap food. It's crappy food. No, I have so much to say about the cereal. Oh, my God. I, I really feel like Sasha, in the most horrible way possible, stole the show. I know, right? <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. He, was, he said a lot of really funny shit. Horrible, but funny. Uh, no Tanya, no Sinjin this week. I kind of miss them because they're fun to hate watch. And then Blake and Jasmine. Nobody cares. Nobody cared. <laughs> They're barely on the season. They've literally been Not on two all. episodes out of the seven. It's crazy. Blake was really hyped for himself. I wonder if he's disappointed. Oh, I haven't he's... seen I haven't seen much from him. I haven't seen him post. Then again, I haven't specifically looked at his profile. It just hasn't come through my Instagram feed. So he's not being very loud if he is posting. Or he's blocked me. It's all possible. Um I definitely think that Sasha wants to bang Emily's mom like stat. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And if a sister lose some fucking weight. God. Maybe. Maybe he'll shame this sister so hard. Maybe he'll throw her a sympathy bone. Jeez. (laughs) Oh my God. I will say though, Emily's mom is hot and she is also camera ready. Oh, a hundred percent. She's yeah. She like dresses nicely because she's like, I'm going to be on camera. And she like did her makeup and her hair. It's pretty impressive. We don't see that level of A lot of the attention. moms, some of the moms this season are on fleek. Porn granny, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like she's always camera ready. Definitely. You know. Whenever the inspiration she, strikes her. Might have to take her pants off at any moment. Yeah. And God bless her too. What was the most disturbing part of the episode for you? Was it Angela in the wedding dress or no. the Emily and Sasha stuff? No, no, I have uh, thoughts on that that um, are probably different than yours. Which part? Not that I think Sasha's a great guy, but I think there's some funny, just like living with Polish father-in-law for the last year has given <laughs> me a lot of interesting, um, maybe different views on this. Not that, uh, not the fat shaming the sister thing. That's not great. Yeah. Or his wife. Also not the best. Uh, the most disturbing thing to me was watching the slow motion emotional train wreck of Natalie happening. That was fucked. Yeah, that was dark. It was dark because I actually like both of them, but there are a lot of Natalie red flags this episode. You think they're, well, we'll get into a it. Lot. Red, I, I don't like the word red flag to describe what's happening but i there are concerns that i have i we need to hop into evidence though run away into the ufo <laughs> run toward the light gonna be so disappointed bojangles all right evidence for our new listeners because i i believe we have quite a few new listeners recently um evidence is an omen to danielle of danielle and mohammed happily ever after season one when she's chasing mohammed around with an evidence binder we like to call it evidence and this is where we talk about news and gossip so 
There's only one thing that I really want to talk about, and I'm probably going to discuss it for too long, so I apologize ahead of time. Kyle is reaching and grabbing a Christmas cookie. Okay, right after the episode aired last night, Michael of Michael and Juliana and Sarah... Went fighting. They went fighting around the world. Yes, they were. Um, They had... they. Call, they both used the same language and called the prenup conversation manufactured. Sarah said manufactured. Michael <laughs> went a little <laughs> further. Prenush. Yeah, prenush. Prenut? Prenut? I'm like, no. Um, Michael called Pre- it. Prenut is um, <laughs> Sasha at the gym. <laughs> Good work. Um, Michael. I just earned my keep right there. <laughs> you earned your cookie. Yeah. Michael posted on Instagram and called the prenup conversation manufactured bullshit. Do better, TLC. I have this. This be is, best, TLC. We <laughs> we. I have so many thoughts on this. Um, I know before, like Sarah went online and was like, "That comment wasn't what I said." They edited it, and it's like, "Hey, what do you expect?" Yes, this is reality television, but I gave her a pass because I have a crush on Sarah. So whatever. But now Michael, he went on this rant on Instagram live. I had to fast forward through a lot of it because it's really long and boring. But the gist of it was he's really irritated. He said something implying that he's going to call his lawyer. Um, good luck with that. You think that Sharp Productions has not been through this before, you my boy. You know who the last person that sued TLC? Uh, who? Wasn't it that like super creepy doucher? That was with the Mark. Mark and Nikki. Yeah, who was like three times older than him. Yeah, he did try he to sue. He sued and lost big time. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm so disappointed in Michael. Yes, half of this show is manufactured bullshit, Michael. That's why we watch this stupid show. It's trash. If it wasn't it's manufactured, trash TV. if it wasn't manufactured at least a little bit, you in particular would be boring as shit. Yeah. You think that we, and Sarah's like, I hope that they show the real beautiful love story. This is, that is not what we watched this show for. Do you think Michael watched a single episode of this stupid show before he went on? No. That is dumb. And I'm sorry, but you're a businessman and we held you to a higher standard than the rest of the cast. Assuming that you were somewhat had like a few brain cells that you were not completely idiotic because you had been a successful entrepreneur, read the contract, watch the show, know what you're getting yourself into. Now, look, I do understand that the producers, they do lie to you. And yes, they convince you to do shit that you prop that is not in your best interest. And as humans, I know that we default to like wanting to believe people and not thinking they're lying, but you should be smarter than this. Like all reality TV they don't want to show some boring beauty, you know, beautiful love story. They want to show fucking drama. And that's what they're here to get out of you. Be smarter. I also don't understand what he thinks the negative repercussions of this for him are actually going to be in real life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. does he think that is he so mad about this? Just I think it's just his ego because it's not like this is going to hurt his wine business. Right? No. And is even- this, is this, I also wonder if watching the way that they're being portrayed is putting strain on his real life relationships. That's like, what I think it is. And and also, I don't think it's a bad idea to get a prenup. I don't think he's in the wrong. And probably a lot of people don't either. Even Juliana went on Instagram and said, 
in the comments, actually in the comments on my Instagram at 90 day fiance cray cray. If you want to follow me on Instagram, she went and was like, I do think he should have a prenup to protect. Like, I think that we should share what we develop as a couple going forward, but everything that he created and, and earned before meeting me, I think he is entitled to. So even she's saying that she agrees with the prenup. I, it's not like he like murdered somebody on television. Like I, he didn't do anything that bad. Um, I mean, it was gross to watch this, but some of the things, some of the way that he was portrayed on this episode was definitely icky, but I, I, I always have a hard time parsing through because these people say this shit to each other. That's what, you know what I, I cannot mean? reconcile. He's like, they, they, this was manufactured. Okay. This wasn't one comment. Like Sarah had mentioned before the comment about like, she didn't want Juliana to parent. And that was like half of her explanation right. was cut off. Do you think that's, you, that's but, creative editing. This is multiple scenes, yeah. multiple interviews with Michael and Juliana independently and Sarah last week. And if Juliana, if that was fake crying, she's phenomenal. Yeah, she deserves crime. a freaking Oscar, and she has a career in acting ahead of her, a bright yeah, future. Yeah, fuck modeling. Yeah. I, so, yeah, and it it just bothers me when I, you say all this weird shit, uh, but, oh, it had to be all fake and scripted, and getting mad about it is the odd part. It's like, the, what's with the selective memory? Like, you knew that you said this. What and do you think they they're going to do with the footage? Do they just expect to pick out the most boring parts and and only air that? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I literally don't understand. They went to a lawyer and had a conversation about a prenuptial agreement in which Juliana got upset. Do you think they're going to choose not to air this scene? Right. You agreed to do the scene. Yeah. I just can't. I just can't. I have said it once and I will say it a million times. I don't know why anyone would ever go on the show. You could not pay me a million fucking dollars. Most to of the do time it. people lose money. Yes. Because you think they of the break oper- their NDAs and then they owe money. Or or they don't work because they're filming. Yeah, like Ashley. Remember she was like a dental hygienist and then she quit her job because she's like, I'll make $10,000 for four months of straight permanent filming day after day. Ashley, I'm I like, mean, I feel go like be a dental hygienist. 10% of people come out ahead. Oh no, not even who's come out ahead. Name one person. You got to think that David has come out ahead. David started from below. Yeah. Below and, ground and now, floor. And now He's probably David made, started in the basement. I know. He's <laughs> literally, he's probably made 50 grand on cameos. If you do the, that's like, true. He, and, and he's probably made way more money from Pillow Talk. I feel like that's pocket change to Michael, though. He doesn't care oh, about 50 no, no, grand. No. Oh, for sure. But I'm just thinking about like Robert. That fucking guy is taking off driving Lyft to go tour apartments for no reason. That's true. He's he just, he's probably losing money. And for those of you who are new listeners, the cast typically makes $10,000 per season per couple. Now we know that uh, some cast members have negotiated above that pay grade, which maybe Michael did, but what then is he going to get double? Let's say he even got a hundred thousand dollars to film the season. It still doesn't seem worth it. You have a business that's making way more money than that. Go yeah. run your business. 
Right. I just, unless maybe he's secretly bankrupt, maybe there's secretly some like crazy shit going on with his finances and he does need this money. Another theory that I've he's, read is that they, he felt like maybe this would improve his chances of getting Juliana's visa. Oh, okay. Maybe well, there's string pullers. Possible theory. In production. I guess. I, it just blows my mind. You couldn't pay me to be on the show. Watch watch the show that you're going to go on. This is Sharp Productions, Michael. They also have a show called Love After Lockup. It is not the classiest of production companies. Have you watched Marrying Millions, Love After Lockup? <laughs> Seeking uh, Sister Wives. Hillbilly, lots of people show. Plathville. Plathville. <laughs> building lots of people great description um it's it's not like this is not the bachelor this is not abc even that is uh even that they peg a villain even that people complain about their edit and that is like the I least would, trashy of the reality shows i would for sure go on the show and i would talk about aliens the entire time <laughs> All right, we've gotten massively off topic, but I feel like I had to address that because it was just, it was so crazy. Oh, this is one more thing about Michael. He was like, Paul, Paul, Paula, Paula. I'm like, your fiance is from Brazil. Don't tell me you don't know how to pronounce Paula. I understand she's from Colombia, but they have Paulas in Portuguese and they have Paulas in Spanish. And also, Pow has been on every single season of this freaking show, and she didn't even... See, I watched Pillow Talk. I watched Pow on Pillow Talk. Now Michael has made me do two things that I detest. I had to watch Pow, and now I'm going to have to defend Pow, which makes me really angry, but it's the right thing to do. She didn't even say anything about that guy. She didn't even say anything bad about Michael. Well, even if she did, she's literally paid to talk shit. You have to commentate on the episode. Yeah. Otherwise, there's no point to pillow talk. I just can't. She's talking about me on it. Yes, that's the point of pillow talk. They talk about what's happening they on the make, show. They try to make jokes. Usually they fail. Yeah, they fail real bad. By the way, Danielle, terrible. Objectively terrible on pillow talk. It's horrible. Okay. Who would have possibly thought that she's good? Look at any of her cameos. They're, I know. They're sad clown cringe. So bad. Yeah. Okay. Danielle is like sober fucking Tracy from Love from After Love Locker. From Love After Locker. <laughs> yeah. So dark. We have to talk about the episode because I've been ranting about Michael for too long now. I'm going to try to calm my ass down <laughs> so we can talk about Michael and Juliana. <laughs> Do you want to talk about them first? Let's let's skip ahead. Okay. Let's okay. save them for later. We've had okay. to, you want to start I've strong? Already, Emily, already, yeah. Oh, yeah, Emily yeah, yeah, yeah. and Sasha? Yeah. Oh, man. This I is... want to see mountains and ocean in... South Bend. Okay. Emily's from Portland, right? I think that's their eventual destination. Although she doesn't come out and explicitly say that. No, she does not. And mom's there too. Does mom live in South Bend, Indiana? Or does mom live in Portland? Who does any family live in Portland? Apparently not. Yeah. I think they're just... She doesn't even say I'm looking for a job in Portland. I mean, I, why it's would unclear. she... I assume that they're going to stay in Indiana. Because it's clearly on the table that family is going to help out with Sasha going to the gym every 20 minutes. I, he's going <laughs> to... How does it... Do you think he's figured it out yet that there's no mountains and no ocean in South Bend? Or is he so dumb that he's still... On that two-hour drive? And on that two-hour drive, he saw neither. And <laughs> I am not sure if he really pieced it together yet. Do you think maybe he thought the lake might be the ocean? It might as well be. I can't see the other side. There, it's, just, it's an ocean. Sure. 
Um, I thought that this like arrival scene though was very touching. Yeah. Like mom, mom looks great. Sister's beautiful too, actually. Like she, Emily has a good looking family and they're just, Emily's mom is also very tall. Did you notice how tall she oh, was? Yeah. Yeah, like, like a, she's a foot taller than her sister. Yeah, it's and Emily. Yeah, it's it's weird. Is mom hooking up with random people at the gym? I don't know. I hope so. Mom's yeah. hot. I don't know what's up with Emily mom looks with great. father Emily, but mother Emily. Well, we know Sasha wants to bang her as soon as he saw her. He like looked <laughs> her up and down, like did a little like scan. Um, they all pay attention to baby. <laughs> He's main person. It's okay. I will have revenge. <laughs> I love how the mom and the sister immediately are like, this baby is very heavy. I was like, that well, baby is enormous. Looks, it looks very fucking heavy. <laughs> it's, it's just cracked me up. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, Emily is just excited that somebody else besides her is going to hold this freaking baby. For one second. She's like, please yeah. take the baby, hold it. Sasha will only hold the iPad. I'm so over holding this baby. <laughs> Um. Yeah. He walks is... out. He steps out of the plane and he launches immediately. America, land of opportunity. Mm-hmm. I make career as fitness model. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't I can't even it. say it with a straight face. If he works hard, he's going to make a career and he's going to buy houses. Then I and buy cars, car, cars, and houses. Plural, plural, not a house. Oh, houses. Oh, and uh, you know, maybe live happy life with with lady. Yeah, maybe Emily. Maybe, maybe whatever. It's like he he's so similar to Andre, Andre in the department of like he thinks it's just going to be so easy to waltz into Indiana and make a ton of money At, with zero clue as to what things actually cost in the states. I don't know, it's so suspicious. We didn't really gauge like was he paying for that apartment that they were living in in Russia? Like how much yeah. did Emily pay for cuz she was working as an English teacher and she was probably saving some money. That's a good point. I I don't know how much he made compared to her. Um, yeah. It's it's funny. Like, I've, he has no. I we talked about this last episode. He has no idea what it takes to be a business owner. Mm-mm. But the only thing that Sasha said that made some sense this entire episode is that for him, working out is kind of like a job, mm-hmm. and. It's it was I was thinking about it. it's like he's actually kind of the only person that can do productive things on the 90 days before he gets his green card. But on the other hand, I was also thinking how much more in shape does he actually need to be to claim to be a personal trainer? I've had personal trainers that are one third the size that Sasha is at this point. Some people in the Patreon Facebook group seem to think that he does need to be like Super extremely jacked. jacked and cut. I, really? I would not want him so to is be he, my personal trainer is at he all. Trying to, is he, I don't understand. Is he trying to train other athletes or, or is just he like just trying people? to train Emily's sister type people? I don't know. Stop eat cornflake. <laughs> Do dumbbell squat. <laughs> like you don't need to be in Arnold Schwarzenegger shape to yell at housewives in South Bend, Indiana. I've done like one personal training session and the dude just looked like normal, which yeah. I liked. Like he looked good, but he looked like normal. And I, there's no way in hell I would ever go like to a Sasha looking person to train me. Yeah. I'd be terrified. I, he has a cube head. 
I just, I could not be less attracted to Sasha. My vagina is just like (laughs) dry every time he comes on screen, like very dry. It just, he's so gross to me. He just looks like a guy that's going to like jackhammer you. Um, anyway, (laughs) the, he doesn't, he doesn't eat box. No, no, definitely him. He and Marcel are in the same (laughs) camp with that one. First morning in America. (laughs) This is my favorite scene of the, the episode. My favorite scene in the whole episode. So I could great. talk about this for like 20 years. It's okay. so great. So Emily already is like 2 million percent happier. Like you can see it in her face. She yeah. looks, even though she's so tired from the journey, she just looks so much happier. And then they serve Sasha, but only Sasha, this American cereal, which is very confusing. Like, why is no one else eating cereal? They only, like, make a bowl of cereal for Sasha. And they put, like, two giant tablespoons of sugar on top. They did? Yes. Oh, God. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. That's why it was so weird. I was like, I haven't done that. Like, my mom used to put, like, brown sugar on my cream of wheat when I was little. Like, that's that's a very Midwestern thing. No, that's a universal American experience. Oh, it is? Okay. Yes. And butter. Butter in the cream of wheat? Oh, fuck yes. Oh, no, that never happened in my house. Oh, my God. I would get like a tablespoon of butter. It sounds delicious. Brown sugar and butter. What could be better? Tablespoon of butter, tablespoon of brown sugar. Gateway to being a fat kid. (laughs) God, Kyle. All right. So Sasha says that this, the cereal, cereal, it's crappy food. Is this what you usually eat? <laughs> and then he like looks her up and down. I His, can tell. Okay. I have so many things to say. Okay. This is great. Where do we start? First of all, like <laughs> his usual breakfast. I lost my shit because. It's that the same is, thing. That is identical to what Polish father-in-law eats every <gasps> single day. No. I'm not kidding you. Well, the only difference is Polish father-in-law adds an egg. To the oatmeal with the peanut butter? Yeah. I thought peanut butter was an American thing. I don't know anybody outside of North America, so I'm including our Canadian friends here. I thought peanut butter was like a North American thing. Apparently not. Okay. Polish father-in-law uses oats with an egg, peanut butter, and bananas. That is very strange. Literally every day of his life, too, for the last 20 years. This seems like, is this like, Something from communism, like that's all that was available, it's so cheap. you had to mix it together. He, Polish father-in-law has done the math on this. It is like communism literally dividing calories by ruples cost <laughs> and figuring out the mo- most efficient breakfast for like the cost. So he goes to the, my fucking father-in-law will walk to the 99 cent store or take the bus Because now retire. Best part, free bus. He will take the goddamn bus to the 99 cent store. This man, this this man has done well for himself throughout his life. And he will buy 99 cent store eggs, 99 cent store oats. Like he'll carry them in a bag too. And um, bananas. And that's what he makes. And peanut butter. It's the peanut butter and the egg. I cannot reconcile. Yep. I'm sorry. The texture is absolutely revolting. It looks basically like poop. Okay, look. Oat, oatmeal is cereal. I'm sorry. I understand it may not have the added a, sugar of like Lucky Charms. It's a cere- well, but that, it's cereal. But that's his point, right? He's saying that oatmeal is cereal. It is a cereal grain. Compared to this garbage, it's 
you that's why he's saying you call this cereal like what the fuck is this what did what did you think when he like looked at betsy the sister and was like this is your cheat meal not my cheat meal he said this is your cheat meal she's like who's what i heard you fatties like sugar (laughs) how are they eating this i just the the part that's funny to me and the reason why i I thought i'm like coming at this from just a a different place in my own head is because this is a hundred percent what I deal with all the time with breakfast. Now, I don't eat terrible breakfast anymore, hashtag keto, but whenever I would always get the Polish and Polish father and mother-in-law stink eye whenever I made myself breakfast. What do you eat this? This, this is crap. You'll be hungry in one hour. And they were always right. <laughs> uh, I just don't know why Emily didn't like say anything to him it's it's like listen, stop telling my sister what to eat you crazy person i mean it's total trash breakfast it yeah. just is oh no i agree i know that like you might as well be good. eating a cake for breakfast i know it's tasty though yeah well why don't you eat a cheesecake for breakfast because well, sometimes i do i'm not gonna lie i can't i've done, and, I've and done that before i've called it breakfast cake <laughs> <laughs> It is complete trash food, but of course, like the way that he looks he's like. And what does Sasha want to do on his first day in America, Kyle? His very first day. Pump iron. He wants to go to the gym and train. Mom. She's like, you don't want to see the city? Mom, are you eating this too? No. Okay, good. I can see this. He doesn't even say, okay, good. He's like, oh yeah, I can tell. I can tell. I can tell. I can tell you don't eat this, mom. <laughs> want to go upstairs, mom? Hmm? Her? <laughs> Um, you look like could have fourth baby. <laughs> you might try. If anybody can put a baby in and mom, then, it's Sasha. Oh, and then he has the balls to give the sister a shopping list. <laughs> that was fucking great. Yes, buy oatmeal and peanut butter, you fatty. I will say this. Pushing grocery cart burn calorie. <laughs> I will say this. I didn't understand Betsy's, the sister's comment. I heard the American supermarket very big. Many hectares. This good for pushing carts. I will say I didn't understand Betsy's comment about like not wanting to cook while they're there. I'm like, yeah, that's kinda, when you do cook is when you weird. have guests. I assume it's just like she doesn't want to cook for five people instead of one. Yeah. Does she Does she live with someone else that we just haven't seen or is she just by herself? I assume she lives alone because she only has yeah. the one bedroom. It seems like the bedroom's upstairs. Okay. Yeah. Do you experience stress, anxiety, chronic pain, or have trouble sleeping at least once a week? You are not alone. Many of us do. Personally, I have a terrible time sleeping almost every night. I've been searching a long time for something that would help. Then I discovered Feels. Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. I took feels starting a couple weeks ago on and off just experimenting with different dosages and trying to not take it and see how my sleep pattern changed and i can tell you from firsthand experience that 
is been a huge relief. And it also helps me with just kind of like allergic inflammation in my nose. I've noticed a big difference in just my breathing and kind of uh, my, my personal allergies just tend to inflame my entire face. And CBD oil from Feels has actually made a significant difference. It's really easy to take. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue. You feel the difference within a few minutes. Uh, listen, it couldn't be any easier. The best way to take CBD oil is subdermally under your tongue, uh, eating it completely, topical creams. Those are all well and good, but you get the most absorption out of putting a couple drops under your tongue. Couldn't be easier. It comes on the little dropper. Um, so you may be thinking to yourself, I've never tried CBD. I have lots of questions. What is it? Is it legal? I can tell you that CBD is legal in all 50 states. This gets delivered right to your doorstep. And if you have more questions about CBD, they have a free CBD hotline and text message support to guide you in your personal experience. They'll help you figure out your dosage. They'll ask They'll answer questions about what is actually in it and how it's made, their purification process, the delivery mechanism, which is MCT oil, which is just derived from coconuts. They have all sorts of information. They're really cool. I've talked to these people on the phone. Extremely helpful because I had lots of questions too. So CBD helps you feel better naturally. Um, there's no high hangover and addiction. I personally can attest to this. I've taken lots of THC products over the years, and most of the time when I wake up, I feel terrible. It takes me out for half the day. Absolutely no side effects like that with CBD. I feel great the next day, and I've taken small amounts even during the day, and my productivity has, if anything, gone up. So Feels is a membership. You join the Feels community. You get Feels delivered to your door every month. You save money on every order. You can pause or cancel any time. They have a money-back satisfaction guarantee. So Feels has me feeling really good every day. I'm getting way better sleep. It can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash cray cray and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash cray cray to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. That's feels.com slash cray cray. All right, let's go into Mike and Natalie. What do you think is more important to Natalie, God or babies? She made an interesting Instagram comment. Ooh. On Michael's post where he was ranting about... Uh, How did I not see this? Okay, go ahead. So Natalie, you know, on the post that Michael said, you know, TLC's all fraud and blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, Michael of Michael and Juliana? Yeah. Not Mike, her boyfriend, Mike. Correct. Okay. I've, I, is Mike on social media? I haven't found him. Yeah. Um, they don't have internet there. You know. And yeah, with Bojangles? Yeah. No, they don't. <laughs> uh, she commented on Michael of Michael and Juliana's post. You know, they made you look like a, a dick. Well, they made me look like a God-crazy child freak. Implying that she's not as... She's trying to come off like she's not as, you know, not so as she appeared in this episode. So let me let me ask you this. Okay, the church thing was a little much. Like Mike's made it pretty clear he doesn't believe in God and he's an atheist. So it's kind of like a woman that you were dating before you married your wife, like trying to drag you to church, which I love to envision in my head because it's hilarious. But was, I don't think that Natalie is like crazy or nuts for like wanting babies as bad as she does. It just doesn't like... She no. wants to have kids. 
and she is getting older and she just wants to have kids. I don't think that makes her crazy. And I don't think it's a red flag. I mean, my, when they start this like whole, like we're going to church via a unicorn, via a unicorn, (laughs) they might not make it because of this driving scene. Holy shit. This was hilarious to me. I actually cracked up when Uh, she's like gets in the car. My palms were sweaty. She's definitely trolling him though, right? Like she knows how to drive. God, I don't know. (laughs) I also wonder if she drives often or she just takes public transportation. Didn't she pick him up from the airport? No, they were in the car. Oh, you're right. Maybe she shares a car with her mom? I don't know. I feel like you can just take the bus and train everywhere in Ukraine. Maybe. I mean, at least in Kiev, right? Right. When I was in Poland, you just took the fucking... They have trolleys, they have trains, they have buses. They, it's everywhere. Yeah. Well, they I don't know, have, but I thought it was hysterical. For, literally for a while, I was like, they just... Okay, should Mike just like fake it? Can't he just be like, yeah, I'm going to go to church with you. It's well, fine. Well, that's what he does. But no, he doesn't because at church, he's like... I don't believe in this. I can't. Well, she asked him. She straight up was like, so you you believe in Jesus now, right? After 10 minutes like, in the church, you believe um, in God, right? He's like, no. No. Like she, he's being so respectful and not weird about it. He's not even, he's asking her genuine questions about like, he's, it seems like he's curious about what the different rituals are even. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do anything weird at all. What? By the way, he just had a near-death experience and he still doesn't believe in God. <laughs> so she wants she said that she wants him to be like baptized, right? Like that's going like kind of far. Like you, you kind of need to ease him into it there, Natalie. Um I don't know. He doesn't really fight back and I I think I probably I'm this is an assumption, but I probably feel the same way about this as Mike. If if I was with someone that I just love so much, even though they were like very different religiously than me, and they were like, "I want to get you baptized," I'd be like, "All right," because like, <laughs> like yeah, because like, honestly, you- like I, I so don't care and don't believe in it that it wouldn't. It doesn't like, mean it doesn't mean anything to you. Yeah. So why like even fight it if it makes right. her feel good? Like I don't care. You can put some water on me. Yeah. And that's why, like, even with my ex, like she, we've explored converting, and I told her like. I'll convert. I mean, I'm not going to believe anything, but I'll do it. Right. To make your like, parents happy or whatever. Yeah. The, what I don't understand though, about this storyline in this specific episode is how is it the Mike's reaction to the whole church visit that sets her into this crazy mood the next morning. Yeah. Cause she is uber sad, but they don't really connect the dots between her being super sad, like having left the church because last time when they had a disagreement about the kids and when they were going to have kids, they kind of were like, Oh yeah. And they like were mature and normal with each other. It almost seems like it's totally out of order because she doesn't even bring up once the religious part. Nothing. She She, only, yeah. Like it's just seems like she's worried about being divorced and that's kind of it. But they don't say, I'm worried about we're getting divorced because we have different belief systems. And is it? And also he somehow like, I'd be worried about getting divorced because you're about to marry someone that believes there's pyramids in Antarctica and Australia. (laughs) They built pyramids on every continent, man. I love that. It's real, man. It's certifiable. (laughs) 
Does her mom, was her mom coached by some like Russian producer? Oh God, no. That's, she's basically a Polish mother-in-law. Okay. Cause her mom just comes out of nowhere with this kid pressure. Like oh, God. you should start having kids. I'd love two grandkids. Translate for him, Natalie. You guys love each other so much. You'll have beautiful children. Dude. As soon as Polish mother-in-law saw that I wasn't a bartender or a musician, <laughs> the, the fucking like baby pressure started on my wife immediately. Oh God. I just, I, I don't have family members that do this. So it's not, I mean, not in-laws, it's not an, family members. It's an old school European thing. man. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> but Natalie, it's like genuinely upsetting Natalie. So I, I don't know if it's like the mom instigated this sadness that comes upon her or if it was like the church and the kid discussion or what it was. Cause she is so out of character. Natalie is, I mean, he wants coffee and she's like, you're capable kid at yourself. Maybe the aliens can get you coffee, Mike. <laughs> it, um, get your own goddamn coffee. It was really uncomfortable. Like so uncomfortable yeah. that like Mike had to ask, <laughs> he had to be rude to Natalie's mom, essentially saying, we're going to go in the other room and have this conversation. Listeners, the holidays are upon us. This is a very stressful time of year for most of us. Even if your family isn't quite as dramatic as most of the 90-day cast members, dealing with family conflict during the holidays can be a lot. If you've ever considered therapy to deep dive into issues that surface during this time of year, things like relationship issues, family conflicts, stress, anger, trauma, you can access affordable counseling with BetterHelp. If you've never been to therapy before, you might not know how to go about finding a counselor. What, are you just supposed to Google therapy and make an appointment at the first place that pops up? Enter BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers affordable, convenient counseling via text, chat, phone, or video. That's right. No need to drive anywhere. You can access affordable counseling from your computer, your iPad, or your phone. I used to go to counseling in person, but my schedule got really busy with watching all this trash TV and also with important stuff like work, this podcast, family, just life. And it got harder and harder to go. Also, if you live in a rural area, it can be really hard to find a counselor that's close by and your options may be limited. BetterHelp allows you to get help at your own time and at your own pace. You can start communicating in under 24 hours with BetterHelp. No waiting for weeks to get an appointment at a local counselor's office. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option. And for 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray listeners, you can get 10% off your first month with discount code Cray Cray. Yes, we know the promo code is super ironic. Go to betterhelp.com slash cray cray. You'll fill out a really fun questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you will love. That's betterhelp.com slash cray cray and use code cray cray to get 10% off your first month with BetterHelp. I'll also have a link in the show notes for those of you who are driving. Um, Bees? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Let's save the best for last because uh, I'm really excited to talk about Robert and Annie and Michael and Juliana. So let's talk about bees. Um, Anna said the wedding invitations are out, so they have to get married. <laughs> That's it. Done. That's I sent it. them. It's a lot of pressure to go through with it. What drives me so crazy about this episode and probably other people as well is that Anna doesn't say to Marcel that she wants him to tell her parents. It's that her friends and family don't think she should marry him unless he tells his parents. Have a backbone, girl. She doesn't, like, she doesn't have those balls to do it herself, so it all has to so be... So pathetic. It's almost like she's trying to blame her her awful, awful friends. 
I also am really, really just deeply concerned about the fact that Joey and Gino and even the little one, what's his name? The little baby? Louis. Le, Le, Al, <laughs> you don't Lee. remember. It's okay. Leroy. <laughs> it's not Leroy. <laughs> but Leo. They, Leo. They know. Hey, that, that was close. Okay. They know that Marcel doesn't go down on their mom. Ugh. Well, now they know. It's so gross that they know that now. And they plow while she's drunk, but they can't make out. Well, it sounds like they don't even plow. She said that they fuck when she's had a couple they of drinks. Have. They have. Not that they before. do regularly. Yeah. Now that he's here. Ugh. But yeah, if she's had anything to drink, he won't bang her or kiss her. But they did bang once. She took a lot of shots in seemingly short succession. Yeah, she did. Well, she's only double allowed to shots. drink once a week. When was the last time you took a double shot? When you were in Japan? When like, <laughs> yeah, when I was in Japan. <laughs> 20 years ago? Yeah. It wasn't a good oh, look. Oh, God. Um, he only wants me to drink once a week. He won't kiss me or have sex with me if I drink. Because he says my mouth smells bad. <laughs> now, Sorry, that was hilarious. You got to think it's that it horrible, probably it smells funny. really bad, though. Look, I probably... All she eats is honey... And yeah. as someone in our Patreon group said, she just eats honey, pizza, nachos, and takes Sounds tequila delicious. and takes tequila shots. Look, I don't I don't really drink hardly ever, and I don't necessarily want to like make out with my husband a lot if he's super drunk and I'm sober. But I wouldn't like categorically say no. You tell him to go brush his fucking teeth. Yeah, that's what I probably My wife says do. that to me all the time. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. Also, can we just like take a quick moment to appreciate Vivi? Vivi's like the best friend ever. She threw her a wedding shower. Then now she threw her a bachelorette party. She looks so cute the whole time. Is Vivi single? I feel like Vivi needs to get some hot dude in Omaha. No, her husband was at that party. Okay, good. Vivi's adorable. She's like always dressed well. She has good skin. Her hair's cute. I don't know. I just think she's a great friend too. Her other friend was pretty hilarious. Lisa, the one that's like, she, you don't want him to go down on you? And Anna says that, first of all, TLC bleeped out down. Give me a fucking break, like, right? what? The word down has become offensive. <sighs> so this, this is a dumb, dumb country. I don't know why anyone wants to immigrate here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. I'm kidding. Um, I don't yeah. like it, so it's fine. Ooh. There's so many dark thoughts that I have. I can't even express she, them because I want this podcast to be fun. 90 Day Gaze Her, would say she needs therapy. Yes. That's something you need to process. Yeah. And her ex-husband really did a number on her. It's really learned more and more every week. Her friend, though, Lisa, and the whatever the girl is that's sitting next to Lisa. Does he have a big cock? <laughs> their faces are priceless. They're just like Pikachu face. Like, what? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I think it's Lisa that finishes the sentence. Said no woman ever. <laughs> or maybe Vivi does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lisa's right, though. Her, like, assessment of Anna's, like, she's, you know, rushing into this. And something's not right. The man pisses on the toilet seat. Oh my God. And allows his, or implicitly makes his wife, future wife, clean his piss up. The I just, fuck, I don't dude. understand. Why would you want to? What 
the fuck? She's like, well, I'm used to it. I clean up after three boys. What's a fourth boy? I'm like, he's supposed to be helping you. He's supposed to be your bang manny. Yeah. That makes honey for you, too. Make him cook and clean the bathroom. I just don't understand what he's bringing to the table. Like, how is Marcel making her life better? They haven't shown it, but hopefully he's fucking getting her bee operation off the ground because she fucking doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> she has a fully operational bee business, that's for sure. At least her website, she sells somebody's now. honey. Yeah. Um. What? So when her friends find out that like Marcel has to keep the boys a secret. They're like not okay with this. They're disgusted. Like everyone else that watches this show right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so then the next day, Marcel, are you happy? My friends told me, my friends told me that Marcel is a jerk and they're right. Her exact words were, I talked to my friends and we decided you have to tell your parents about the boys. I'm like, your friends decided? What about your boys who have expressed many times that they're not okay with this yeah anna you happy (laughs) no i'm not (laughs) mary my parents will be mad at me when they Hear that. Thank you, Marcel. Half the fucking episode passed and I got one goddamn sentence out of you. No, Anna. No. Big problem. Very big problem. Do you have anything else to say about them? I fucking hate them. All right. Let's talk about Robert and Annie and Bryson. The summary is that Robert sucks. I want to know the conversation that they had before they put this night vision camera in their bedroom. The producer's just like, hey, we want to get some footage of Bryson beating the shit out of both of you while you're trying to sleep. That is that Just normal? to make you look like more of a total tool. We know why Annie is like so like. If she's pissed off all pissed the time. Pissed off all the time because she's, she's sexually not, frustrated. She's, not, she's sexually frustrated and she hasn't slept. But this is what I don't understand. Robert starts off this episode with we need our own space. We can't do this anymore. And then gets pissed off when Annie wants the apartment that they go see because he's just resigned his lease. How did so he bizarre. did his own 180? He literally started the episode, we need our space. We can't do this anymore. He needs his space. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I... <sighs> We know that this is going to be a disaster immediately upon oh, this is approaching like, yeah. a reasonable looking realtor. They, first of all, they walk into that place. It's that so pretty. fucking apartment is nicer than my house. It's so nice. It's 1750 shit. Should we move? 1750? You couldn't get a shoebox for 1750. With a lake we, view? Oh my God. And it was so big and it has like brand new kitchen. Brand new everything. It Maybe we need great. to go to Florida, Kyle. I feel like Winter Park's where it's at. Winter Park apparently, Jesus. and like close to Get downtown, she can walk to coffee. Yeah. What the fuck? Seventeen fifty, bitch. It was nice. It and was a also, nice place. One thing that really confused me at one point, Robert says, "Are you going to help me with the thirty six hundred? Does that mean that his current apartment is almost two thousand dollars? Then I didn't understand that when he or yeah. did he mean thirty six hundred because there's a deposit." Plus the seventeen fifty. Oh. 
That's what I assumed. Close, but you're off. You're off, Robert, a little bit. But and then maybe there's like a two hundred dollar application Admir- fee. Admirable effort. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you, you're right. Math. That's a high bar. Yeah. Let's not set yeah, yeah, that yeah, there for sure. <laughs> um, it's just like. They should probably be looking at apartments in their price range because if you you walk yeah. up to that place. She even is it a lake view or an ocean view? It's lake. a lake view. It's so nice, and I'm just immediately I know they can't afford this place. But they, it sounds like they can. Then they should move there immediately. And there are options. First of all, Robert is kind of a piece of shit. Kinda, he's a total gaslighter. My point is. If he went to his landlord and was like, hey, can I get out of my lease? I think a lot of landlords would be like, yes. I know. Please Please get the fuck out of here. But Kyle, this apartment has a farmer's market across the street on Sundays. (laughs) Annie doesn't give a fuck about the farmer's market. She She just needs two freaking beds so she can get some D, okay? She doesn't know what a farmer's market is, probably. She probably think, what the, what the, why do I want to live next to farmer? <laughs> Fresh asparagus isn't worth shit if you're that horny. Fuck that. Nobody cares. <laughs> and you haven't slept. <laughs> do you want to talk about the spoiler? Let's save spoilers for the end. Okay. Well, it's like a 15 second spoiler. So, I'm just going to say it now. Skip ahead 30 seconds on your iPhone app. Because you have an iPhone 11, like Annie wants. <laughs> Just kidding. From now. They're married. They're married. It's fucking crazy. So gross. It's, it keeps with the thing that we said. Has there ever been a 90-day no. OG couple that didn't get married? That's what makes me think that maybe it's Natalie... never and, happened. And he, yeah. Okay, spoiler over. Um, We have one more couple to talk about. Who is it? Michael and Juliana. Out of nowhere. He has he has more money, so he has more power. Apparently, that was a fabricated comment. Well, that's essentially sums up their entire storyline, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. This is, but this isn't the first time that Juliana has learned this lesson. Can we be honest? Like, this girl knows how the world works. Like, she's seen some dark point, yeah. shit in her she's seen teenage a lot of, slash adult life. She's seen a lot of pieces of shit with a lot of money, right? Yeah. Also, I don't believe for a second that she doesn't get what he's saying about a prenush. Yeah, I. this is the first time I call bullshit on Juliana. She's like, I hear blah, 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 prenup, prenup. I'm like, you you're not know, dumb. You, you're not dumb. You, maybe, maybe she doesn't accept the cultural reasons for getting a prenup, but she knows what the document entails. Right. And it, she, even though Michael kind of speaks it in vague he words. Says, he says, well, when two people enter into a contractual agreement for assets, <laughs> like, shut up. It means like if you get divorced, you split shit. Yeah. Like, that's what it means. It says <laughs> where the money's going to go if we yeah. get divorced. Like, just explain it to her in simpler terms. He I talks know. to her like she's like some sort of business colleague. Like, yeah, it's just simplify he, it. He's like what reciting what he read on legal zoom. Yeah, I know. It's so dumb. People on Instagram were like, we didn't even, it was so great when Juliana called him out because she was like, did you have one with Sarah? I was like, that's not have actually a good comparison no. because they didn't have anything. Yeah. They, except debt. Like, they're going to argue over who gets the debt? Now, like, is it, it still, is it common to have a prenup even if there's no assets? I don't. I don't think it probably is, but no judgment. Do it. Makes, I just don't especially understand. Especially because like a lot of times, even if you have no assets, 
you still want a prenup to handle inheritance stuff. That's a very good point, actually. And I, it seems like Michael and Sarah both didn't have any money to start with or didn't come from money. At least yeah. that's what they imply through this right. discussion. But that would but be yeah, a reason. I, I know people that have had prenups because of inheritance specifically. And There were a lot of things that Michael said or implied that definitely painted him in a bad light this episode. Like what? Well, for one thing, before they get to the mediator, she's basically says, well, why did I have to like hear about this prenup conversation from Sarah? And he completely dodges. He says, well, I'm telling you. And then she replies, but okay. But like, why did she bring it up? And he just says, well, I don't know why Sarah brought it up. It's out of character. He doesn't actually answer the question. Why haven't we had any discussion about this before? Mm-hmm. and th- it's indicative of kind of the thing that comes up in this mediator conversation, which I think is fascinating, and it it's the main problem that I've always had with Michael, and that's that this relationship is not fake, but it's not being constructed to last into a real partnership. The fact that he... I don't think she has any idea how much money he has. No, she's, she says as such to the lawyer. By the way, that lawyer, Carolyn, fucking badass. Best lawyer we have ever seen on the show, ever in the history of the show. This is not the what questions or some other dorky freaking guy they know. dug up off the street. I don't know. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda clone lawyer Ooh, was pretty good cute. because he got that fucking crazy person a visa. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did, didn't he? No, he got him an accept. He got him like uh, the first step of getting a possible exception. Yeah, that's for Omar, good. he's cute though. Wait, I, oh wait, I thought I forgot who it was. Avery I, it and Omar. Yeah, I said crazy person. Omar's not crazy. Sorry. No, Omar's not crazy. I got him confused <laughs> with someone else. But if he can get a guy from Syria, he's on the list. Of good of lawyers, decent, decent lawyers. lawyers. It's true. They've gotten a lot better in recent years. Totally. I mean, remember the people, the, the lawyers we used to see? Remember the guy that Mohammed went to see in season two? <laughs> even the guy. <laughs> like three that, hours before the wedding. Even the guy that Jenny went to oh, in Palm yes. Springs. He was like, so like, you have 6,000 bucks, huh? <laughs> <laughs> It was so good. I think that they're trending up. They're trending up. Carolyn was awesome, though, and she was definitely on Juliana's side. I loved it when she shushed Michael. Yeah, totally. She was like, this is her time. You Sit shush. down. Sit down. Yeah. He does try to answer for her, though, and yeah. I don't know. And he he speaks all this legal jargon with Carolyn immediately, and she's like, okay, so you're, you're not going to share that with her. You're going to keep that as your asset. He's like, yes, yes, absolutely. Now, okay, I do believe that this was cut a little bit strangely because... It seems crazy to me that, okay, like the only thing, so she asked Michael essentially one question, and that is you're going to keep your business interests like separate from Juliana. That's all that she asked him, and his answer is yes. That makes total sense. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck would Juliana just magic, what, she going to become like the fucking like marketing director of his wine businesses? Like, why would she be involved in that at all? That's nonsensical. What she, what she either didn't ask or they cut to make a point is, are you going to share like your personal checking account? Mm-hmm. Because it's not like Michael just pulls money out of his business to just buy cars. He has to take by law a salary. You know how this works? 
Like you have to take a salary from your own businesses. What they didn't show was her asking, okay, well, yeah, like she's not going to just get money from your wine businesses, but you make a salary. Is she going to have joint access to your checking and savings accounts? Carolyn starts to ask about that, but then we, you know, of course we're not going to get the details about that it. boring conversation. But we I just ass- want to hear about Juliana and how much money do you have, Juliana? Tell us about how poor you are because Michael hasn't right. told us enough this season. And then she says, well, he doesn't want to share, so I don't. Now, if she asked Michael, are you going to make her a joint uh, person on your personal checking account? And he says, if he said no... I feel like they would have shown that. Yeah, you're right. Because they definitely, that that's would have made up. him look completely fucked. Yeah. So I don't. I I feel like there is some fraud in here. I still Something, I still like the lawyer. This is though. The, well, that's TLC's fraud, not the lawyer. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. The thing is though, like when and it blew my mind when they talked about like Juliana talking about him kicking her out, which he didn't kick her out. They weren't living together. I think he means just like kicked her to the curb is what she's trying to I, say. I, yeah, I agree. But he can't do that now. We know how this K one visa works. Oh hell no! Yeah, he is responsible for her. He signed a paper but that he has to support she, her for ten years. But it doesn't seem like she fully understands that either, which no, is interesting. It doesn't seem that way. But apparently, this is all manufactured bullshit. Right. Poor Michael. Yeah. Poor Michael. Yeah. Um. But it it it, it does light a, a fire under her ass though to become independent. And, and the, I the, do believe that she she is determined now to make her own money. Now, where did it, all her modeling money go? She lived in London. She was she, modeling. She was an probably, international fashion model. I don't think she made much money, and she was probably supporting her family with it. That's true. I bet she spent it. Now, on the other hand, when Michael tries to play off like, oh, well, I'll buy her whatever she needs, and she and the lawyer cuts him off, and she's like, that's not sharing. That's gifts. That's gifts, motherfucker. Yeah. That I was the most that like moment. savage burn of the entire scene, and I think it really put him in his place. And if Michael thinks just, quote unquote, buying her whatever she wants is a partnership of marriage, then he's delusional and this is not going to work. And we know he doesn't think that. He's been married to Sarah. Sarah's not going to take that. He does seem to be keeping Juliana at arm's length about any real detail. That's true. About anything. I don't know. I on the really other hand, he liked, gave her a fucking credit card. I know, <laughs> I right? Know. That she bought a car on. So it's, it is it doesn't confusing. Add up. It, it really it, doesn't. It's very like, yeah, it's kind of all over the place. It doesn't, it doesn't align with the past that we know. Um, what did, so Carol, I just, there's two more things I want to say. Carolyn, I thought did a great job of not belittling Juliana. Cause she asks her, she's like, I'm going to guess that you don't have a lot of money. And Juliana confirms. And she's like, what do you do for a living? She's like, when your career takes off, are you going to share? Right. So she doesn't, she, she, she points out that she doesn't have any assets currently, but she also points out that she's young and her, she has time for her career to take off and that she can make a lot of money. And that this is a completely reasonable future for Juliana, which it is. And I just like how she did that. I, I just really liked Carolyn. I kind of want her to like sort out my estate. Well, after the mediator, session juliana gets in the porsche and (laughs) this is just kind of ridiculous yeah and then she has a really interesting like emotional moment where she kind of comes to the realization that she has a mounted i think in her mind i don't think this is true because she has had success but essentially she feels like what have i amounted to at this point and it was sad to watch it i I think a lot of people have been there 
I mean, yeah. my net worth was negative dollars like <laughs> when I was like 30 years old. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, I've kind of turned it around with being a software engineer. But up until that point, like, yeah, I was 30, had dick. <laughs> and just thinking about it, is depressing. Yeah, I didn't have any retirement. And Juliana's so young. She's 23. She right. has so much time to be so successful. Totally. It, she she feels like she's like... That conversation, it got real in there. and I, if made But her, it was fabricated, Kyle. It was manufactured it's, like, bullshit. I don't know, man. Like As soon as she was talking about keeping businesses separate and like what assets do you have... I think what bought, what like made me dislike Michael after watching this wasn't necessarily anything that he said up until that point. It was it was that she was so profoundly disturbed by that conversation. Mm-hmm. And there's no way she would have had that reaction if they had had any adult conversation about finances up until this point. Yeah, she seemed completely caught off guard and completely blindsided. Yeah. I don't know. It I did I I I came away feeling gross about everything that happened and about just so, just Sarah and and Michael's statements on Instagram and their stupid lives and the I'm gonna call my lawyer. Just you know stop. I hate that shit. Just stop. Remember it. when Jonathan of Jonathan and Fernando threatened <laughs> to call his lawyer? Fuck off. We had to ban them for the entire season. But you know what the so worst okay, the the worst thing that Michael said? this entire episode. What? I think far and away when he said, if I would have known you would feel like that, I would have never taken, taken you to the mediator. Then what would he have done? Just done the prenup and made her sign it, sign on the dotted line. So basically she's having like an emotional realization about her life and her goals. And she has to be independent and her independence. And he thinks in his head that that's a bad thing. What the fuck is wrong with you? He he wants to be depended on. Yes, exactly. He wants to be daddy hero savior boy. Also, can we get like why did he break up? Do you think the breakup story is real and why the kicked he kicked me out, meaning he kicked me to the curb and he broke up with me? What do we think that's all about? I don't know. They didn't give any details. Did they details. make that up? They didn't give any details except that fishy. they like fought. It just yeah, it didn't seem like it didn't make any sense. And then it was, this wasn't that long ago. It was no. less than a year ago. So let we got to wrap this up, Kyle. Um, I have a quick shout out to one of our listeners who messaged me that they are a big fan and they just got their uh, U.S. citizenship after what? they came on a K-1. So congrats to, congrats to Thiago. Nice. Congrats. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um. I liked this episode overall. I thought it was interesting. I think we're at the halfway point. Um, uh, put I, down spoon with cornflake. Yeah, put don't eat the cereal. Um, if you would like extended and bonus episodes, you know you got a long Christmas break coming up. Maybe you want some more relaxing time. You've got a long plane ride. No relax. Hit gym. Yeah. You can go to patreon.com slash reality cray cray. And for five bucks a month, you can get bonus podcasts, extended episodes. We go deep on random shit that most of the general public isn't interested in, but our Patreon people are. (laughs) Good to listen to while doing squat. (laughs) Yes. A lot of people do actually listen to it while they're at the gym. So yeah. And thank you feels 
Thank you, yeah. BetterHelp, for sponsoring. You can find the links to both of those in the show notes. And check out our new store, 90dayfiancenews.com slash store. We've got lots of new stuff up there for the holidays. And if you want to live watch the episode and take the crazy polls that sometimes make no sense that I put up on Instagram, you can follow me at 90dayfiancecraycray. I put those in my Instagram stories. They're just fun. I'm going dot Kyle. I don't post much. <laughs> Sometimes people think Kyle Sinjin. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or Caesar. Or Caesar, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening and welcome to all our new listeners. Yeah. We hope you subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast. And totally. leave us a five-star rating. It helps other people find us. Thanks, guys. Thanks. See you next week. Bye.